Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, and I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about how to have more fun with midlife birthdays. Birthdays are something that most of us remember so fondly when we were kids, but something happens when you get older, and like so many other parts of your life, birthdays can become less fun, more stressful, and even a bit of a downer. Overall, less joyful. So in honor of my birthday this month, we're going to take a deep dive into the whole topic and teach you how to take back control and have more fun with your birthday, no matter your age. You heard me right. We're not going to ignore that birthday. I don't care what the number is. We're going to embrace it with attention and amplification. So are you with me? We're going there. That's what we're taking a look at today. But before we dive in, I just have to tell you about my mastermind. In fact, this episode is sponsored by it. It's called the 50 Unplugged Mastermind. Have you heard me talk about it before? It's a totally exciting way to work together so that you get excited about your life again. In fact, it's the best way to help you focus on what you can do with your next chapter instead of what you like to think about, which is what you can't do. It's really all about becoming bold and brave in midlife. It's about up-leveling. It's about how to get out of your own way so that you're more comfortable and intentional about allowing yourself to be happier. It's about learning how to think on purpose. It's about making sure you don't have regrets. And finally, putting yourself first so that you know what you want and exactly how to make it happen. And one of the best parts is that you get to do this work with an amazing small group of women who are just as committed as you are to getting to know you and to getting excited about their lives. It's amazing. And I know it sounds a little too good to resist. (laughs) So head right over and grab your spot so that you can talk to me and we'll see if you're a good fit. It is www.talktosusie.com and you can learn more. It's called a kickstart call because it's gonna kickstart this conversation about where you want to be in this exciting phase of your life. So go ahead and book that call. All right, let's dive in. Let's start with this question. When you think about celebrating your birthday as a kid, what comes to mind? Did you have big parties? Did you go out to dinner? Did you get to order your favorite meal or maybe your mom made you your favorite meal? Did you have a sleepover? Those were the days, my friend. Birthday parties used to be so much fun. Now, I don't remember there being a firm cutoff from this type of celebration. I have no clue when they stopped for me, but I do remember having a particularly memorable sleepover party in the family room in third grade. We used to just sleep on the floor in sleeping bags, all strewn about, no couches, no mats, no blow-up mattresses, just on the floor, and it was fabulously fun. So there were a bunch of little girls in sleeping bags covering the whole family room floor. I remember it being crowded, so I bet there were probably eight or ten girls in there. And in the middle of the night, there was this pounding on the sliding glass door. Super scary, like totally in the middle of the night and really loud. Who could it be? I thought, oh my God, it's a burglar. 
Now, my 55-year-old brain knows that most burglars wouldn't knock like that, (laughs) but that was my little girl brain, and that was my thought. And somehow, I got the courage to stand up and peek outside, and it was the police. Oh my God, it was so scary. So it turns out that one of my dad's colleagues sent the police because my dad couldn't be reached by phone. Apparently, he knocked the phone off the hook when he was sleeping. So he was a doctor, and he was on call. And when the hospital couldn't reach him, they got worried and they sent the police. Can you believe that? Some slumber party, right? I wonder if any of those girls remember how crazy that was. Anyway, birthday parties usually weren't quite that exciting, but that was that one stands out. (laughs) I remember playing party games, classic party games like Pin the Tail on the Donkey. Did you guys play that? Oh, my gosh. So then what happens? A big blur. Uh, a big giant blur for a few years. And then I remember having pool parties in high school. We had a big pool in the backyard. And since I had a summer birthday, pool parties were easy to have. One year, I had the marching band crew over and somehow a big giant bowl of onion dip got thrown in the pool. All of the water turned green and that was the end of that. And I still hear about that from my mom. So I didn't drink in high school, so I never had parties like that, but I did have a great group of friends. And so hanging out at the pool was something we did. Now, I don't remember many more details about birthday parties, except that I love them. I totally love birthdays Um, until the decade birthdays started coming on like a ton of bricks. And it's not that I hated them, but those milestone birthdays were loud and noticeable. You could see them coming, sometimes like a freight train, (laughs) all aboard. Here comes aging. Here comes your 30s. Here comes your 40s and 50s. It's hard to ignore the milestone birthdays. So going back to when I was 30, I was still single. I lived in a super cool part of town. A lot of singles there uh, in that area. We called it um, young and eligible. The streets were young and Eglinton, but we called it young and eligible for some bizarre reason. (laughs) So many singles there. Um, I totally love my apartment. The location was fab. And this was before I met my husband. So I had lots of friends. It was the middle of the city. It was very easy for me to get around and lots of coffee shops and shopping and places to walk and sit and be seen and meet people, right? So I decided my apartment was spacious and I decided to have a wine tasting party, but I wanted to have one with a twist, something that was a little more fun. So I made a theme. And it was to make uh, some kind of a presentation representing the country from which the wine that the guests brought originated. So it wasn't a normal wine tasting party. And the scoring was funny. So and so were the presentations like people had to make these funny presentations. So they sang songs, they dressed up, they read poems, they decorated the wine bottles. It was so much fun. So I have to say that my 30th didn't bother me in terms of aging, but I was quite aware that I was still single with no serious boyfriend on the horizon. But that party was fun. Okay, so then my 40th. I planned a big party for my 40th. I asked my guests to join me on a Thursday night at a big airy pool hall at a sports bar. Now, I'm not into sports at all, but the space at this place was amazing. And there were songs and jingles um, at this party, too. They were presented to me. It was so much fun. So now I can kind of see a theme that there's pool parties, either an actual pool or a shooting pool in my past. I had a friend who was a fabulous cake decorator, and my cake was a jaw dropper. We had a great time. 
So what's coming up for you? Are you thinking about your milestone birthdays and like what happened with them? Did you plan them? Did anything happen? Did you just want to go back under the covers and not even deal with it? I would love to hear from you about what was happening and what's happening for you as we're talking about this. So my 40th birthday really didn't bother me, but it did register as different. I felt the need to pause and reflect. I noticed that I really was happy with my accomplishments at this stage of my life. I was married. I had three amazing kids, lots of friends, great job. Life was really looking good. So that reflection, I really noticed that I was very satisfied. And then my 50th was coming up. Now, I have to say, this one felt a little different. I got laid off from my job, but that was a good thing because I really was desperate for a career change. Family life was still good, but empty nest was looming on the horizon. In fact, my first kid went to university the year I turned 50. But in general, I really noticed I felt less satisfied, like I was at a crossroads and really wanted to be more clear about what I wanted and how I wanted to spend my time. Now I see that I was in a classic midlife funk. I was really not excited about what was possible. I had no clue what I wanted. I just had this feeling that there was more, that I wanted more. The other thing I noticed was that I didn't want to party this time around. I wanted to take full control. I really wanted to think about the experience I wanted for my actual 50th birthday. And I decided I wanted to go away with my best bud from high school, Silly Karen. Karen earned that title years ago, and it's an awesome way to describe one of the reasons I love her so much. So I proposed my idea to my husband and to Karen, and away we went. I was able to book this amazing place through my RCI timeshare in Punta Gorda on the west coast of Florida. It was called Fisherman's Village, and it was a little jewel of a place. There was shopping and dining and accommodation, like everything was right on the water. My balcony overlooked the boats and the water. The shopping, like you could pop down to dinner, you could have a glass of wine, you didn't have to worry about driving. It was perfect. Oh, and there was seafood, of course. So we did we did things that we really love to do. We made jewelry, we went to a beading store. Uh, Now, I have to tell you, Karen has a really interesting resume. She used to be a dancing girl in the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus. She actually ran off to the circus when she graduated from high school. She was a year ahead of me, and I was just like, oh my God, how cool is it? to do that. It seems so crazy now, but I don't know. I thought it was crazy then too. So in in this area of Florida, there's the Ringling Brother Museum. And so we visited the museum together while we were on vacation. It was just so amazing to share that. She knew so much history about Ringling Brothers. She knew all about so many of the performers from the 80s that were featured in the museum. It was just fun. And There was, you know, when you're away with your girlfriends, there's nobody bugging you to rush. Nobody was complaining that they were bored. Just two close girlfriends on vacation enjoying a glorious week together. It was exactly what I wanted to do on my 50th birthday. How ironic is it that Karen is actually boarding a flight very shortly to come up and visit today as I'm preparing this podcast episode? She's actually coming in as the yoga instructor for my Becoming Bold and Brave retreat that is this weekend. How fun is that? Remember, I'm all about fun. And that, my friend, brings me back to how to have more fun on your birthday. 
I'm working on having more fun in my 50s overall, and I think you should too. Now, I do want to share something funny that happened last year on my birthday. I can't resist. So it was my birthday weekend, and I found myself sitting at the family cottage scrolling around on Facebook. And you know how all these ads pop up, right? So I saw this really pretty ad with jewelry, and it was featuring a ruby, which is the July birthstone. Now, I don't really love red, but I do love birthstones. I love the idea of having a birthstone. So I thought I would take a look. So I clicked, and they had tons of ruby jewelry. Now, of course, it was fake rubies, (laughs) but it was sparkly and pretty. Um, and tons of options. So I saw this really cool looking ring. It was kind of art deco. It reminded me of this beautiful onyx ring I had years ago, but I lost it. I was so bummed. Actually, it was a gift from my mom on my 14th birthday. I love art deco. So I thought, hmm, it's my birthday. (laughs) I want a birthstone. I'm just going to order it. And you know, I think it was only 20 or 30 bucks. It wasn't much. So I ordered it. And it looked, it didn't look like a petite ring. It looked like it was a little larger. But I thought, oh, it'd be fun. I love anything sparkly. So I waited and waited and waited, and that ring did not come. Now, sometimes when you order something, it ends up coming from China. You don't really know where it's coming from. And those orders often take quite a bit of time, like often more than a month. So I waited. And after two months, I wrote to customer service. They were so nice. And they said they would send me a replacement immediately um, and also to go to the website and pick a free pair of earrings for my trouble. So what do you know? The replacement came like within two days. It was super fast and I was so excited. I opened the box. There was a beautiful box inside the box, right? Like a, a jewelry box inside the packaging box, a formal ring box. I opened it and there it was in all of its sparkly ugly glory. It was huge, like not large, bigger than a Super Bowl ring and the weirdest, ugliest piece of jewelry I'd ever seen in my life presented in a beautiful box. Like in a serious way, I laughed out loud. Could this really be a serious piece of jewelry? I couldn't believe how bad it was, like Halloween costume funny, like it might hurt my back wearing it. (laughs) And then the next day, I got another package in the mail. Could it be? <laughs> yep. The other one arrived. Just as big, just as ugly, just as hilarious. Now I have two. Now I didn't spend much, thank goodness, but I have two. And I would like to give one to a lucky podcast listener. So if you can think of a use for it, send me a note. For sure, it works well for a costume. So if you want it, just send me an email with how you're going to use it and it is yours. I'll, of course, send you uh, a picture too if you want to see what it looks like. The first email gets the prize. Just send your email to info at susierosenstein.com. Now, the prize is in air quotes, by the way, because it is ugly. I am warning you. (laughs) So the moral of the story is to always read the fine print about dimensions and sizing. Now, there is one more sparkly thing I want to talk to you about. I started doing this when I turned 50, and I think you should too. Just consider it. Somebody suggested to me, and I think it was my junior high friend Lori on Facebook, that I should wear a tiara on my 50th birthday. And you know what? I bought one. Now, this one is not huge. I got a very understated tiara. It does sparkle a little bit, but it's not massive because now I'm all over dimensions and sizing, right? (laughs) Really check the dimensions. 
But I haul that tiara out every birthday now, and I often give them as gifts. So consider that. It's a fun little gesture to yourself to love yourself and treat yourself like the queen that you are. Here's the question. So how do you make sure your birthday experience is more fun? You make sure that you do what you want rather than expect someone else to read your mind. That's how, my friend. It's really not that complicated, but we make it way more dramatic than it needs to be. And the reason we do that is because of something called a manual. A manual is actually keeping you from more happiness and contentment in your life, your manual. And the thing is, you probably don't even know that you're the owner of a manual. Your manual is your invisible instruction book for how other people in your life should behave so that you feel more loved, so that you feel happier. We all have them. Now, the people in our lives don't necessarily know about them, though. That's the thing. And as a listener of the Women in the Middle podcast, you know that you can't change other people's behavior. But still, we persist with our manuals. So the way it plays out with birthdays is pretty standard. You have a birthday coming up. You expect it to go a certain way. Maybe that your husband or partner plans something or that you buy something or that you're presented with some sort of acknowledgement. Or your kids, maybe you think they should call you or give you a card or maybe just a hug. (laughs) Now, of course, you can have expectations if you want, but the problem with manuals is that you tie your emotional well-being to someone else's behavior so that if your person does what you want them to do, you feel loved. You're happier, but if they don't, you don't feel loved. You're not happy at all. You basically give your power away. You make your feelings someone else's responsibility. Crazy, right? There's such a big buildup for birthdays, especially milestone birthdays, but so many of you wait instead of plan. Waiting gives your power away. Now, I know what you're thinking. He should know what I want. My kids should make an effort. It's the least they could do. I do so much for everyone else and they should do that for me too. I don't want to have to plan my birthday. He should do it. Sounds familiar, right? These are thoughts that you're thinking. They don't sound optional, but they are. And they are charged with negative emotion. They are part of your manual. But notice what happens when you think these thoughts. It's in your manual when you think about it in a way that's related to how you will feel. You'll feel loved or happier when your person does this thing. And you won't feel loved or happier if they don't. So that's what I mean. I love the idea of being happy on my birthday. And I want you to be happy on your birthday. But I don't want to chance it. I want to take full responsibility for my feelings on my birthday. I want to do what I want to do. And you know what? It took me years to figure this out, but I totally get it now. It's fine to make a request about what you want. But if you link your emotional well-being to the outcome, of someone else's behavior that you can't control, your manual will prevent you from being happy. That is you getting in your own way, not the person who's not cooperating with your attempt to control his or her behavior. What someone else does or doesn't do, says or doesn't say, gives or doesn't give you, isn't actually neutral. Sounds counterintuitive though, right? But we know this, Because if you put 10 people in a room, everyone would have different thoughts about the thing that was done, said, or given. What happens is that you have a thought about the neutral thing. 
That thought is what creates your feeling, not the person, not what was done, and not what was said. Oh my God, I can't even tell you. I had so many stressful and dramatic birthdays in the early part of my marriage. I expected my husband to celebrate my birthday in a certain way, and he never did. It totally became a thing and not a good thing. (laughs) And I usually ended up in tears, which is not the way I wanted to spend my birthday. Enter a new way to think about things. I like to call it your GBS, your guaranteed birthday strategy. It's kind of like a GPS, but for birthdays. This plan will get you where you want to be emotionally on your birthday. And it starts with you being intentional about this day. Actually think about what you want your day to be like. Who do you want to be with or not? What do you want to do or what don't you want to do? What experience do you want to have? How do you want to feel? You got to be clear. So I'd like you to consider grabbing a cup of coffee or a cup of tea in your favorite mug or a glass of wine from one of your good crystal wine glasses and give yourself 15 minutes or so to really think about what you want. And I really want you to try this because I got to tell you, I think it's super important to treasure birthdays. I can't help but think about the fact that I have outlived both my parents who died so young at 32 and 41. I am so grateful that I have birthdays in my 50s to celebrate, right? That's the other part of the picture. While you're sitting there with your delicious beverage, take a look at how you're thinking and feeling about your age and be honest with yourself. Do you think you're older and wiser? Do you think age is just a number? Do you think you're older and fabulous? Or do you think you're older and worse? I actually did a podcast episode on this topic um, a couple weeks ago. So check out episode 101 to hear more. The idea is to try to catch your thinking about aging. Do you feel old? Consider that there are many ways to think about your age. Age, like weight, is a neutral number, but what you make it mean is not. In all of these examples, your thoughts create your feelings. So if you really want to enjoy your birthday and celebrate your journey of another trip around the sun, you got to check out your thinking about all of this. Ask yourself, how do you want to feel on your birthday and think accordingly? Okay, the next step is to think about everything that you would actually have to do to make the experience that you want happen. Notice that it's about what you can do, not banking on what you want someone else to do. This is critical, but it's a shift that will guarantee more happiness on your special day. Now, I know it's probably a shift in the way you usually think about it, but it will really change things. You will need to understand what you would need to think to do all of this stuff to guarantee birthday success. So if you're full of negative emotion and feeling resentful that you're owning it, you will struggle with this. Once you figure out how you'd have to feel, maybe excited, loved, motivated, something like that, then focus on that thought. What would you have to think to feel that way? For example, I've been thinking about my upcoming birthday and I want to have a spa day. That's what I want. I want the sights, the sounds, the smells, and the feeling of being at a spa. I want to do it alone. And I want it to be like a treat. And when I think about a treat, it's not like dashing in for a massage and dashing out, right? I really want an experience. I want to hang and I want to smell those, you know, how spas smell. Oh, I love that smell at a spa. Now, I could cross my fingers and hope this magically appears by some coincidence, or I could just make it happen. 
my feeling state related to making it happen isn't resentful. I'm feeling grateful and excited about being able to celebrate my 56th birthday in the way that I want. I know I'll have dinner with my kids too, but I want a treat. I want this experience and I'm going to own it. My guaranteed birthday strategy is to love myself enough to give myself exactly what I want. So give this a try. Really give it a try. Think on purpose, own your feelings, create your outcomes, love your birthday. These strategies will definitely help you have more fun on your birthday too. So I gotta say, it's the best way to live a more intentional, fulfilling life. So one last question, are you 50 this year? Are you turning 50? Let's celebrate. In honor of everyone turning 50 this year, please enter my contest. It's called 50 Unplugged Contest. So head over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 50 Unplugged Contest to enter for a draw to win free coaching. What an amazing birthday present for you. Make sure to check it out. Okay, my friend, that is it for this episode. My focus as a midlife coach is to help you get excited about your life again. This means you really do have to learn to think on purpose. That is the key. You gotta be the queen of your brain domain. It is the best way to be. Check out the show notes with more information and links at www.susierosenstein.com. Download my free ebook, Nine Secrets to Get Unstuck in Your 50s at susierosenstein.com forward slash nine secrets. And find the community that you have been looking for. Join my free Facebook group, The Women in the Middle Community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women in the middle community. It's for women just like you. And if you like what you've heard on today's episode, just head over to The Women in the Middle podcast on iTunes and leave me a review which of course is greatly appreciated. The more stars, the better, and it really does help other amazing women in the middle find all of this midlife goodness. Let's do this, ladies, one bold and brave birthday at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. 